All right, well, hey, good morning. Welcome, City Church. We're so excited that you tuned in this morning. Today, we're going to be talking about praying with the Spirit. I don't know about you, but there's been plenty of times in my life that I didn't know what to pray, how to pray, uh, if this is God's will, or what should I say? Should I just open up my mouth and start praying? And uh, there's been a lot of times in my life where I've been faced with circumstances that I I had no idea what was the right way to pray, or am I just praying things so that I get my way, or is this something that's going to benefit everyone else? And so it's really important for us to know how to pray with the Spirit. Maybe you've been there before, ending your prayers with, if it's your will, God, um, it's kind of like a question mark, isn't it? We just kind of put a question mark at the very end of the prayer. If it's, if it's your will. And uh, we just, we're asking God, you know, is this your will? Is this the right way that I should be praying, God? And um, just ending each prayer with a question mark. Maybe you don't use, if it's your will, or maybe you use a, a just a, um, kind of ending a prayer with, instead of uh, speaking it out in authority and with faith, it's, it's speaking it out with, I don't really know. And that's okay. You know, that, that's why we're talking about this is we can pray with the Spirit. So how do we pray? How do we pray? What tells us or teaches us how to pray is this God's will? Maybe you've been there before in a tough situation. Hands in the sky or even uh, just out of frustration, just saying words. And is this, is this the right way to pray? Or maybe you've been there before in a hospital room. Didn't really know what to say. <laughs> um, it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of hope in the room and and um, just kind of at a loss for words. Maybe you've been there before as a parent and wondering, how am I supposed to be raising this child? And God, am I doing, doing the right thing? And God, teach me the, the right way to pray for my child. Or maybe it's an opportunity that you're thinking about pursuing and don't really know, how should I pray about this? I have this new job lined up, and it costs me moving across the country. Is this, is this what you're wanting for my life, God? You know, how, how do you bring those prayers to the Lord when, when you really don't know the answer, and you don't know what the outcome is supposed to be, and we're, we're inviting God to actually speak to us, and then we hear from him, and then we operate out of that. This is praying with the Spirit. So Paul says that we have an Abba Father, and he fills us with his love. And his Spirit resides within us. It's inside of us. And so when God fills us with his love, his Spirit is living inside of us, and our prayers can come from this Spirit. They're not only prayers from our head, they're not only prayers from our heart, but they're, they're prayers from our soul with the Spirit of God living inside of it. This is what Paul teaches us in Romans, and we're going to be looking at Romans 8, 18. And so if you'd like to turn there in your Bible right now, I'll give you some time. I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then we'll jump right in. Cool. 
Well, God, we thank you so much for this morning. We thank you for everyone that's tuned in to the live stream and, and the plans that you have for us, even as we're listening to this on our phones or um, on, our, on our TVs. And so, God, we, just, we thank you that you have amazing plans for this morning for each one of us. And Lord, would you just uh, speak directly through me this morning? Would you just uh, um, get me out of your way? Right now, in Jesus' name, Lord, I just pray for your words to come out of my mouth, for this praying in the Spirit to be very, very clear. Would I, clear, would I operate out of your Spirit right now? In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so Romans 18 says this, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed to us. So I want to start with that as we talk about prayer. And I think this is, this is so important for us to remember that Paul says, let's start with, in this world, you will have trouble. There will be things for you to pray about. There will. If you're following Jesus Christ or if you're not following Jesus Christ, and in life, there will be trouble. John 16.33 says this, I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble. So this is Jesus saying, hey, guess what? I've told you this so that you can have peace, but in this world, there's going to be trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world is what Jesus says. So in this world, we will have trouble, but we have Jesus Christ. We have the authority and the power of Jesus Christ. We are co-heirs. Paul says that we are co-heirs with God, and we talked about this last week. It's the verse right before the one that we just read. It says that we are co-heirs with God. Or I'm sorry, we are heirs with God, and we are co-heirs with Jesus Christ. If we share in his sufferings. <laughs> wouldn't it be so amazing if it just ended and we are co-heirs with Christ and it's like yes I get all the authority and the power of Jesus Christ but Paul says we are co-heirs with Christ if we share in his sufferings if we share in his sufferings Jesus faced trials we say that, I know that you're at home, you're just listening online, but Jesus faced trials, say that. Like he faced trials, this is true, this is a true statement, Jesus faced trials. He, he faced sufferings. This is a hard concept for people that believe in Jesus, but Jesus walked the earth trial after trial. If you read the Gospels, you see that Jesus walked the earth and he had trial after trial. He was tempted. He had no place to lay his head at night. Jesus was homeless. Jesus went to times without food. He went 40 days. Like, that's a trial. Have you ever fasted for one day? Now, times that by 40. <laughs> that's a trial. You know, Jesus faced trials of people mocking him. Jesus faced trials of people using his name in vain. People... Jesus faced trials of people using and tarnishing his, his namesake. Jesus faced trials. He faced trials of investing in 12 people and for them to turn their back on him. To invest your time and energy for three years of your life into 12 people and then they just decide to turn their back on him. Jesus faced trials. Trials. 
He faced everything that you and I face. He faced the temptations that we face. He faced it all. Jesus faced trials. And I just want to say, as a pastor of City Church, I don't feel like I've done a great job of teaching this. And it's just been something that I've been aware of over the last couple of years. And that, that in following Jesus Christ, there will be times where you're suffering. There will be times where, where you face suffering, where it's right in front of your face, where you face things that you don't know how to pray because you don't know what the outcome is. You don't know what exactly you know, is supposed to happen. There will be times where it feels like God is distant. There will be times where people will turn their back on you. There will be times where we face suffering. Just because you follow Jesus Christ doesn't mean that you just walk away from all suffering because our world is full of suffering. So in life, you will will face suffering. You will. That's not, that's not the end of the, the um, answer when it comes to praying, but it's definitely the start because in life we will pray in the midst of suffering. And so how do you pray in the midst of suffering? Paul says that our present sufferings There's no suffering that should be considered. Um, sorry, got excited about that. I don't know why I'm excited about suffering, but I'm excited to let you know that Jesus overcame suffering and we will face suffering. He says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing to the glory that is going to be revealed in us. We will face sufferings, but it doesn't even hold a candle to what God is doing inside of us because every single suffering that we face, every trial that we face is never pointless. God is always restoring something in us. He's, he's ready to use us. He's, he's clearing a pathway for his spirit to come. Sufferings aren't pointless. They, they have meaning. And what they, they mean is they draw us closer to God when we face suffering. So Jesus says, we will face suffering. Paul says, we will face suffering. Then he says in verse 18, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. In verse 26, I want to jump to verse 26. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with wordless groans. I love that. Because Paul says that we're going to face suffering. Jesus says that we're going to face suffering. And those sufferings are things that are actually going to draw out our prayers. They'll bring power to your prayer life. When you're really hurting, when you're broken, it brings power to your prayer life. And so when we are suffering, what Paul says is it doesn't, it's the spirit inside us that teaches us what we should pray for. So his spirit resides within us and it teaches us how we can pray. And then he says that even in our wordless groans, God knows our prayers. Have you thought about that? When you're thinking about the Chicago Bears this year and you're going, ugh, <laughs> the Lord knows, the Lord knows about the Bears. <laughs> Our wordless groans. 
these co-workers. Oh, God. The things that, that we see in our city. The injustice. The, the crime. The, the things that, that we don't know. How, how are we supposed to pray right now? Paul says, it's in your wordless groans because the Spirit of God resides within you. He goes on to say this in verse 27, And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of our spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. I'm going to read that again because this is powerful stuff, and this will completely radically change your prayer life. Verse 27 says, and he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit. So when he searches our hearts, he knows the mind of the spirit, the Holy Spirit residing within us. Because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. So even in our wordless groans, his Holy Spirit is inside us interceding with God's will. So you don't know how to pray. You don't know what's God's will. It's his spirit inside us that's interceding for us that connects with God's will. So even in wordless prayers, God's spirit resides within us and accomplishes the will of God. Paul taught us that we can call God our Abba Father, that he's our dad. And he knows not only do we get to know him as God, but we also get to know that he knows us because his spirit resides within us. And so he's a good dad that knows our hearts. He, he knows what his will is for our life. He knows what his, his will is for people's life. Our role in that is letting our spirit, which is the Holy Spirit within us, intercede for us to accomplish the will of God. We are filled with God's presence. Therefore, we are accomplishing the will of God by letting his spirit reside within us. And we know, verse 28 says, and we know that in all things, God works for good. Those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. I love that Paul says in all things, because as we're talking about prayer, it says that we know that in all things, God works for good to those who love him. In every single situation, God is working it to good. It doesn't mean that we always can comprehend what God's goodness is, does it? Have you ever prayed for something and you didn't get the answer that you wanted? But in all things, God is working for good those who love him. He's always working things out for good. The kingdom of God is here. And the kingdom of God is actually like working things out for his good. Through us. Through, our, through his spirit within us. He's using our trials. He's using our sufferings. Our hard weeks. Our hard months. He's using all things to draw people closer to him. He's spinning the situation around for, for our good. He's creating a way in the midst of hard times for our good. He works all things out according to his good, for our good. It's a spirit within us that is at work at all times. So how do we pray in the spirit? How do we know what God's will is? 
And I just want to give three really practical ways that coming from the verses that we just read and in Romans, what Paul's been teaching us. The first way is this. Let trials and hard times and sufferings cause you to open up your mouth. Let those things actually put a fire inside of your heart, inside of your spirit to start using your mouth. Not for bad, but for good. And so when trials and tribulations and suffering comes your way, let it open up your mouth. Don't be quiet about it. Actually start speaking out the will of God, which is the spirit within you. And so even if what comes out of your mouth is wordless groans, as Paul says, like, oh, God, we need you. I don't understand this. Even if that comes out of your mouth, let it come out of your mouth from your spirit. Even wordless groans. God understands. He's a good father. He knows your heart. He knows what he's doing. And so let suffering open up your mouth. If you don't know what to pray for your city, start praying. See what comes out of your mouth. So many people hold so tightly to, I don't know how to pray out loud. I don't know what to say. Practice this with the Lord. Practice this in your car and in your prayer closet, at your house. And practice this with some people that you trust. Just open up your mouth and whatever, whatever comes out of it, just trust that it's the spirit inside of, your, inside of you that's leading your mouth to pray. Open up your mouth. Let suffering open up your mouth. Another way that we can pray is... We can start to pray. If you have enough faith to pray, then you have enough faith to see the things that you're praying for happen. So release them to God and, and use your words. Use the authority that Jesus Christ has given you and the spirit that is within you. Let it come out. And in that, there is authority and there is faith and there is power. So pray. 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 He's, he's a good father. He's listening. And so you can pray. Use your words. He's interceding on your behalf. It's, it's in this beautiful communication with, with the Lord that is interceding with the spirit within us. And so use your mouth. Use your words. Pray. And lastly is this. How do we pray? Well, we trust our father. We trust our father with the outcome. We trust him with whatever we are praying that the outcome is in his hands. That we can trust a good, good father. If you've ever prayed for something in the past and you didn't see it happen the way that you thought it was going to happen, the thing that'll keep you praying for the next thing that's coming down the line when you see somebody facing suffering or you're facing suffering yourself is that you trust God. That's, that's the deciding point because when we pray for something and we don't see our answers answered the way that we thought they were going to be answered, our trust level of the Lord just kind of diminishes, doesn't it? So trust God. Trust him with the outcome. Our role is to actually open our mouths and to have enough faith to pray. And we trust God with the outcome. Trust the Lord that he's a good father and he, he, he knows what's best. He's working all things out for our good. 
He loves us. Trust him. Praying in the Spirit is this beautiful connection that connects the 18 inches from our brains to our heart. The Spirit resides within us, and it's no longer worth thinking about what we're praying. It's no longer worth thinking about what's on our heart, but it's this beautiful connection of our entire bodies being praying in the Spirit, praying through the Spirit of God, that, that we're no longer having to think about, okay, well, how is God going to work all this out? Because I need to have all those things in my prayer. No, we can just release our prayers to the Lord and say, God, you know our hearts, and so you can pray in the Spirit. You can pray with the Holy Spirit residing in you. You can pray through the Spirit. And he'll reveal new words to you. I got one last passage that I'd just love to share with you. It's found in uh, 1 Corinthians 2. It says, None of the rulers of the world and ages understood it, for if they had, they would never have crucified the Lord Jesus. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived. The things that God has prepared for those who love him. When we pray in the Spirit, we get beyond our mind, we get beyond our comprehension, and the Holy Spirit resides in us, and Jesus is interceding with us with the Spirit of God, and we're using our mouths for the authority of Jesus Christ. And so we don't have to have it all figured out, but we open up our mouth and we release what's on our heart. We release what the Holy Spirit wants to say through us. And so we become this beacon that's beyond what no eye has seen and what no ear has heard. It be, it's bigger than anything that we could imagine. When we pray in the Spirit, we all of a sudden have faith for things we never had faith for. But it happens when you open your mouth. You know, it happens even if your mouth opens up with wordless groans, that's still better than staying silent. Check this out. The very next verse of that says, these are the things that God has revealed to us by his spirit. And so when we pray in the spirit, the Lord brings revelation to us and makes the pathway clear for his hand. He brings revelation to you. When you pray through the Spirit. And so here's the invite. I, it, all of this to say is it's, it's beyond what's in your head. You know, pr prayers are beyond what, if you memorize the prayer, that's really, really good. You know, the kingdom of God, not here, not, you know, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it, that's a great prayer to pray. But I have some amazing news for you. The prayer that you pray at your bedside that is for your family is just as powerful as that prayer because his spirit is residing within you. And it's his spirit connecting with the Father. It's the Holy Spirit connecting with the Father, and he's interceding on your behalf. And so the invite is this, is pray. You know, pray, like get beyond your mind, get beyond, I don't have this all figured out, Neil. I don't know exactly how to pray. I don't know if this is God's will. The best way to do it is just to open up your mouth and pray. Pray, pray God's words. Pray what's on your heart, pray. And I'm telling you this, in, in 20 years of doing this, I can tell you this, is my prayers have radically transformed 
from only thinking about myself to starting to think about what's the best for others. You know, my prayers used to be just so me focused and me getting my way. And what happens is the spirit inside of you, what it does is it transforms your heart that you stop praying so uh, intentionally about us getting our way and us being made right or us being right in the situation. And you start to think about others because the spirit is actually doesn't only just love us, but it loves the entire world. It loves everyone. And so the invites us today. I want to invite you to pray. Pray. Pray this week. Pray. Pray when you go into work. Pray when you get home. If you have somebody in your house that's sick right now, pray for them. We we only think about um, the the bit really big prayers that Jesus prayed. You know where he prays for somebody that was lame and they roll out their mat and they walk away. Let's think about like all the other stuff. God is into every aspect of your life and he wants to be a part of it. So you can just pray about him. If you got a big decision coming up or you got a little decision coming up, pray. Pray for a spirit to to intercede on your behalf. Open up your mouth and pray. And so I just want to invite you to do that right now. To pray through the spirit. It sounds like, okay, so what am I supposed to do? Well, it's just an invite. What's on your heart right now? What's inside of you? What, what are you passionate about right now? What has God been breaking your heart for? Maybe it's your city. Maybe it's your family. Maybe you have some family members that desperately need hope. Man, pray for them. Pray for them to know Jesus Christ. Pray for them to receive the same hope that you receive. You can just open up your mouth, open up your heart, and just pray. So that's what I want to leave you with. I want to pray for you, and and, um, I just invite you, this isn't something that, well, I need some more teaching on how to pray to start praying. The the, the teaching is done. (laughs) I just just want to invite you that the the teaching is done. You you know, if, if, if you just listen to this message, you just learned that you can pray. And Paul says you can even use wordless groans. So, like, it doesn't get any easier than that, does it? So I just invite you to just pray this week. If you want to take it a step further, maybe you've, you've had a prayer life, and you want to take it a step further, pray for somebody that you know. Pray for somebody that's hurting. Pray for somebody that's sick. Pray for somebody that's going through a really hard time. Even come to them, lay a hand on their shoulder, and say, like, I just want to pray for you. But Jesus has invited us to let his spirit move throughout us and to bring his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. We are ambassadors of his kingdom, and we use our mouths to make this happen in the authority of Jesus Christ. So, so pray this week. Try it out. Pray, and pray through the spirit. So, Lord, we just thank you so much that you... Um, hmm. You want to use us, Lord. So, Lord, I just, I just pray for that 18 inches between our, our hearts and our, and our heads, Lord, that, that those would just be um, completely uh, 
one today, that those would be unity. That's what, what's in our hearts could actually come out of our mouths. That your spirit within us would, would um, encourage our mouths to speak prayers over people that, that would encourage us to just bring everything before you because you're a good father. So we invite you to do that right now. Yeah, just even as we're praying, I, I just really sense that there's a, and only you would know this, and this, this isn't for everyone, but if you tuned in online, I just really feel like there's somebody that you really love the color Hunter's green, like this, this green. And uh, I'm so glad I wore this today for you. <laughs> but I just, <laughs> that's just how much God knows you, you know? He just, he knows like those intricate details about you. And so if that's you, I just, I just want you to take that away today, that, that, that army green color, that, that he knows even that about you this morning. He knows that. He knows your prayers that have been stored up in your heart. He knows the prayers that have been welling up in, in your tears. He, he knows the prayers that you have for your children, for your family, and he knows that. He knows all of that. He knows every intricate detail of your life. That's how good of a father he is. And so that's just another, another way of just another invite of just Releasing those prayers to him. To let him intercede on your behalf. To pray. He knows you. He loves you. And we love you too. And so uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And we'd love to see you next Sunday at 9 or 1030 service. We have uh, city kids and city youth at the 1030 service. And so... Yeah, we want to be a part of your journey. So whatever, whatever that costs, you know, if it costs um, waking up early and coming to church on Sunday morning, I just invite you, there's, there's nothing like it. You know, there's, there's nothing like being in community. And so thank you for tuning in. And we, we love that you tune in. We love that you're an online family. And uh, we love to see you in person whenever you're ready to make that jump or when you can. All right? Have a blessed week and uh, continue praying. Continue praying. Amen. Bye.